the Pro Tools Expert Podcast with Mike Thornton, James Ivey and Dan Cooper. Welcome to the Pro Tools Expert Podcast number 348. It's December the 4th, 2018. I'm Mike Thornton. I'm Dan Cooper. And I'm James Ivey. Now, Michael Carnes from Exponential Audio has now shared four different tips with our podcast community. You can check out our article, Expert Reverb Tips and Tricks, from Reverb Maestro, Michael Carnes Exponential Audio, in which uh, we bring together the four tips that Michael's already produced, including this latest one, using the compressor to make level-sensitive reverb, as there's a compressor and expander built into the warp page on all Michael's second-generation reverbs. There'll be a link in the podcast article, so you can find that uh, article with all those great tips and tricks from Michael. Okay, deals this month uh, in the wake of Black uh, Friday and Cyber Monday. We've now got winter deals coming through. First up, <laughs> I know it's never ending. First up, until December the 16th, 2018, Synchro Arts are offering more than 30% off all their plugins and over 40% off upgrades. That's Focal Line Project 3 was $149, now only $99. Revoice Pro 4 was $599, now only $419. And Vocal Line Pro 4 was $399, now $249. Save a massive 37.5%. Uh, that's the best ever pricing on this product. Not bad. Excellent. Sonarworks also have a, a very cool deal on this month. Um, buy Sonarworks Reference 4 Studio Edition and get free lifetime access to Sonarworks TrueFi worth $79. Uh, now, if you don't know what TrueFi is, it's basically the Sonarworks headphone uh, parts of Reference 4, but for sort of consumer devices, so your phone or it's a desktop application as well. Very, very cool stuff. But don't forget to check out the deals from our partners on our deals page. Great. Okay, talking points. Uh, these are sponsored by our friends at Universal Audio. Thanks, Fab. Good morning, children. This is Fab DuPont. The Pro Tools Expert Podcast Talking Points are brought to you with the support of Universal Audio. Did you know that the Universal Audio team are offering you the chance to build your own custom plugin bundles of three, six, or ten plugins from one low price and save over 60%? Just pick your bundle option and then choose your plugins. It's that simple. You'll find more on this in the link in the podcast notes down there somewhere. <laughs> Okay, first talking point. Um, we got uh, a new bundle uh, included with Pro Tools, the UVI Falcon, um, as well as a 2.6 gig sample library. Um, in general, I think it's been pretty well received, hasn't it? I'd yeah. say so. Any more stuff is always more stuff. Well, no, we haven't really seen, you know, really good instruments included in Pro Tools for quite some time. Uh, and this, yeah, UVI stuff. Yeah, Love I'm, it. Well, you you are I a added, UVI aficionado, yeah. um, I think. Yes, <laughs> I do like their products very much. Uh, yeah, you get, get quite a lot. I mean, Falcon is is a proper powerhouse. Um, you know, I like to use the free work, uh, UVI workstation because sometimes it's just, you know, I just want an instrument really quick, throw it in, done. But Falcon, if you really want to get uh, <laughs> down and dirty with your MIDI, yeah, that's the thing. Um, one thing I think there's been a little bit of misunderstanding, not quite sure what's happening with regard to whether this is a perpetual license or not. 
it's our understanding that essentially, as with most of the loyalty stuff, it works as long as you have a current upgrade plan. Makes sense. Um, it's although we're still waiting for it to appear in our uh, Avid Master accounts. From what we establish, it, it's a an iLock license that is time limited. So, for instance, if your uh, upgrade plan finishes on the thirty first of March two thousand and nineteen, then Avid will deposit into your uh, iLock account a UVI Falcon license that will expire on the 31st of March 2019. So obviously, if you renew your upgrade plan, then Avid, as with anything, then Avid will uh, renew those licenses as they do with all the other elements of the upgrade plan. Would it be fair to say that this is typically um, Avid clear, Uh, as in not very I think, I, th- I think it's been one of the clearer announcements. <laughs> um, having worked on the story and, and been talking to the team for a little while about this, the Avid team, um, they've been really pleased about how this is coming along. And I just think it was an unrealistic expectation uh, that it was going to be a perpetual license. Um, totally. I-, I completely agree. But maybe if they'd actually said in as many words, sorry, or maybe for those of you who um, continue to subscribe to your upgrade plan or whatever, this is what you get. Mm. There's there's way better ways of wording it than me just garbling. But, you know, with, with 10 or 15 minutes thought, you could put something together that's quite clear, quite concise, quite concise, easy for me to say, and removes any doubt. If there's one thing, I know, if there's one thing I hate more than anything else, it's doubt. Um, Mike? Yeah? Falcon? Yes? Are they only providing the AAX version? Uh, again? Um, not been said? Not been said, but I would... I, it, uh, I, I would assume. I think I think it would not be unreasonable to assume it's only the AAX so, version. So, yeah, because I would assume it's only AAX, so having if that's the case. That said, uh, Dan, as a UVI owner, uh, is it you? Is it I? Is the normal UVI Falcon iLock protected? I can't remember, but you know what? I can check right now. <laughs> Bear with me. Do-be-do-be-do-be-do. I lock. It might take me a while. I've got a few licenses in here. We'll just sort by, yeah, sort by UVI. I'll find it. Yeah. For any of you out there who haven't watched Take Heart as a child, that was called <laughs> The Potter's Wheel. <laughs> 12, 12 Core Mac keep, and I lock license manager is slow. Take your time. No rush. No rush. We're only on air. It's all right. Julian will truncate this. um... We can speed it up. It'll sound quite interesting. So (laughs) let's go for... (laughs) Falcon. Yes, there we go. Right, let's jump back in. All right, so I've just checked my iLock manager, and yes, uh, Falcon is iLock. Well, in which case, the one iLock license, unless they've done a special license, that one iLock license presumably will authorise the VST the uh, audio units, the AX, and the standalone version. There you um, go. So uh, I, I suspect 
we may you may not get the installers from Avid, but of course there's no reason why you can't nip over to UVI site and pull the uh, installers from there. Um, again, I can now check this because I don't know. You or are to... they behind? Uh, are they in an? Are they in an account on? Uh, on the UVI site, so you, so you can only well, get them if you own it, if as it were. Uh, there isn't any demos available. I, I don't. Oh I'm no, there isn't. I remember no. you said on the review, there's no demo available. Mm, there's no demo available, and I, I, that is actually for uh, their instruments in general and um, plugins, mm. so things like rotary and that. Yeah, uh, but if you want to go for synth anthology or something like that, it's you know you, you pay mm. for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, so. I've got a sneaking suspicion that you're only going to get an AX version Install of this. It. You install yeah. it, so you're not going to be, a, be able to use it in other DAWs. But if your subscription lapses with Pro Tools, then what else are you going to use Falcon in? Hmm. So there you go. Common sense rules. Uh, yeah. Still, it's a great deal, <laughs> I think. Yeah, and, and I think the, uh, the 2.6 gig worth of sounds... Which is which comes with everything. Pro Tools first included. I mean, you wow. know, the giving away. All right, you get the free version, the Workstation Three. You get the Workstation, the free version, the Workstation with Three, with uh, with Pro Tools first. But of course, that's to the free Workstation from UVI. So that's kind of well, you're getting free with free. It, it just it's just somewhere to load the instruments, yeah. and it works. You know, it simple does. rules. It works. I mean, my first exploration into the world of uvi has been with this new foley instrument the walker and it was like yeah okay that all worked yeah. um and uh, followed the instructions followed you know read the manual and yeah okay needs to put that there that goes there and away it went um so and of course that was yeah that was with the workstation three um because I'll be able to, in due course, when all the assets arrive, uh, to be able to run um, Walker in uh, in Falcon. To uh, yeah, take it for a stroll. Yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I need to come up with one called Scout and another one called Millennium, and then have the full Star Wars <laughs> universe. Oh, that would be something that would be uppermost in your mind, Mister um, Star Wars. Yes, I, I, I'll accept that as the as the um, compliment that it was given. Us. Completely off topic, James. What did you think of the Lego Studio? I mean, I know I, you, there is a slight connection there because I was thinking of the Lego uh, model of of the Falcon, but uh, yes. so there was a slight. Uh, I, Connection. I thought it was ace. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, there is a site that I've discovered as well who do um, little kits. Someone's done a Technics 1210 um, cartridge in it's Lego. The same, it's the company who made that, uh, yes. that, 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 that that image was created by. It's very, very cool. I, I would love to have that kit. If it's available as a kit, that will be mm. ace. Um Lots of, uh, I think I reposted it on my Facebook wall and things like that. Lots of love for that, especially for the um, the accurate recreation of the NS10s. Yeah. The one uh, I, the, the bit I loved most of all was the tape reels on the two-inch machine. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's the one that, <laughs> that I really liked. That's that's one of those, I, I, um, I saw that and thought, just yes, <laughs> with my love of Lego, um, yeah absolutely amazing someone spent a lot of time 
not just actually building it, but researching yeah. that Thinking as well. Thinking about it, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, that was a slight digression. Um, uh, Dan, uh, for those that are sort of new to Falcon and UVI world like me, uh, in our second article, we highlighted some of the sound libraries that you can buy um, to uh, supplement the sounds in Falcon. Um, could you give us a sort of pointer you know i mean obviously there'll be different users you know yeah. so if somebody's sort of doing pop stuff for want of a better word okay um where would you start right synth anthology 2 straight away with that it is absolutely brilliant it's um not a synth library that emulates any particular gear uh closely Instead, it's a, a toolbox, a toolkit, or uh, they call them workshops, I believe, UVI, of fantastic sounds. So you don't really look at the names or what, what they're trying to be. Uh, you just go through all these amazing sounds, uh, and it's really easy to adjust. Uh, for me, um, I'm not a synth guy. I haven't got a synth background like, let's say, Julian or Russ, where they can talk oscillators all day and all that sort of stuff. That's not me. I just need sounds at the end of my fingertips so I can go, yeah, I can make a sound or sort of make a part with that sound. Uh, you know, I need to hear something to be inspired. I don't need the instrument, you know, to bore me. Um, so, yeah, Synth Anthology, really, really good uh, package. They haven't got Beatbox Anthology in there yet. That's very special. Oh, well, they do. Beatbox Anthology. Sorry, at the top, I weren't looking. That's so good. I gave that an Expert Choice mm. Award. Very similar to Synth Anthology 2 in and, the way that it looks. And in terms of the list that we're referring to, uh, that list is a start of 10. Uh, the intent from Avid is that it'll be everything that UVI does eventually in the next few weeks, but they, mm. they've got the this initial sort of 10 or so uh, to get us going. Um, so, yeah. so, yeah, it will be... So, essentially... At the moment, if you want stuff that's not on that list, I would just go to the UVI store and buy it. Uh, but eventually, you'll be able to buy all the UVI stuff either in the Avid Marketplace or obviously on the UVI store on the UVI site. Mm, World Suite is also really good. Check out my video of that. I don't think I've ever had so much fun with an instrument. Oh, yeah, I remember you having that you great fun that? with that. I yeah. spent about, oh, about three hours making the uh, little example mm. thing in that. And I got to the end of it, I thought, oh, shit, I'm supposed to be doing a video. Uh, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing. I was just lost in all these amazing new sounds. It was just brilliant. Um, I'm going to do the video now. Yep, have a listen mm. to this. And, uh, yeah, I'm Dan from Pro Tools Expert. Bye. And that was pretty much <laughs> it. Uh, the, the, the instrument did the talking for me. And the, yeah. the comments, people were like, wow. I was like, well, I didn't mean to make something that sounded that good. It's the instrument. You know, you get such a good instrument, uh, like UVI stuff, and you do just lose yourself. Um, instant uh, inspiration. Mm. That's why I think of UVI stuff. If you haven't got James on tap, and of course pretty well anybody can have James on tap. Uh, Hello. If, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what about uh, drums? Mm, uh, there's a new one. Well, obviously, obviously um, Beatbox Anthology just spoke about there. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a new one called, uh, and it's called Drum Designer. Simple name, easy to forget. Um, really good. It's just basically a kick, snare, hats, and cymbal engine. So um, sometimes you may just want to have 
uh, let's say a four to the four four to the floor kick going through your track, for instance. Uh, but you don't want to load up uh, a huge, powerful VI just so that you have to close off, you know, all the snares and all the toms that to save on CPU. This will give you just the kick or just the snare or both with just some hats. It's really simple. Sounds really good. Um, not a hell of a lot of drum stuff in UVI uh, product lines. So you're not going to find things, you know, like Easy Drummer. Phew, thank goodness for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all sort of, you know, electronic sort of drum stuff, but very, very good, very usable. And uh, yeah, their interfaces are, sorry, their UI is very, very good. Very easy to, to navigate. And certainly as somebody in the post community, I was very pleased to see that there is a good little selection of uh, content yeah. for the post users. Obviously, there's Walker, the new Foley instrument uh, that I'll be taking a look at very shortly. Um, yeah, Meteor. Meteor yeah, oh. I mean, all your, your you know, impacts and whooshes and all the well, rest of it. Let me tell you a story about Meteor. Uh, I did the video for that early on this year. So I think it's about February memory serves me right not long after i got my subwoofer that was great fun <laughs> wow. what does that one sound like just yeah it's like wow i'm actually getting to test my subwoofer properly here just again lots of fun lots of fun uh, i think that's a two-layer instrument so you get the a whoosh layer and a bang layer if memory serves me right mm. very good very good that so you'd say it was plenty of bang for your buck then? Yeah, well, every time I tested a sample, I felt like an X Factor contestant. Um, <laughs> Dan Cooper! <laughs> <laughs> and then if you haven't got Isotopes vinyl, there's the Scratch Machine, or is that mm. somewhat more... Um, I don't think I've played with that. I don't think I've played with that one yet. Uh, yeah. And then Sweeps, yeah, if you're making trailers and jingles and what have you that will oh, be cheer music yeah <laughs> <laughs> so no it, it it seems like it's going to make uh it's going to be a really really good addition to the uh pro tools uh toolkit should we say yeah. um and essentially i mean they were already offering 750 dollars worth of loyalty re- reward products and you add this now with the library um and you're now looking at sort of $1,200 worth of stuff that you can get if you're a Pro Tools or Pro Tools Ultimate user, as long as you keep your uh, upgrade plan in. I mean, I've, there's no doubt, I, I'm, you know, it doesn't take a, a, a genius to work out that what Avid are doing here is is offering things to encourage us as users to stay on the upgrade plan. But, I mean, an upgrade plan, $99 for normal Pro Tools, and you're getting $1,200 of product yeah. as long as you keep paying that $99. You know, all right, consider it as a rental deal, you know. It I mean, nearly, <laughs> nearly falls into the category no-brainer, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if you make music, you know, buy a MIDI, you're going to want to use this stuff. You will use this stuff. Mm. It's as simple as that. Uh, I use UVI stuff. Or, no, let's put it this way. Once upon a time, I only ever used contact stuff. The tables have turned over the last few years. I use UVI stuff more. So, yeah, yeah, that's how good I think their stuff is. Good. And on that note, I think we'll move along. Uh, what's What about competitions this month, Dan? 
Oh, we've just we've got, <laughs> got a little one. Nothing too crazy. We thought we'd, uh, yeah, we thought we'd offer something like thirty grand's worth of prizes, thirty-one prizes for some lucky community win, uh, winners. So. Yes, win one of 31 prizes worth over $30,000 in our Christmas prize draw competition. In this year's end of year prize draw competition, we wanted to give the production expert community the best chance of winning a prize by offering more individual prizes in one prize draw than we have ever done before. Yeah, it, the, this is true because although there are 31 prizes, there's, for instance, four, cop- four copies of Synchro Arts Revoice Pro. There's two copies of Exponential Audio. So there are actually quite a lot more than 31 prizes. Mm. So anyway. Yeah, not yeah. bad at all. Take a little uh, flick through the list of prizes we've got on offer. Click the link in the show notes just to give you an idea of some of the prizes we've got. Uh, Adam Audio SP5 headphones. We've got some very cool storage uh, options from OWC. Some epic plug-in bundles here. Uh, we've got a Slate VMS modeling mic. Oh, yes, yes. Got some sonar work stuff. Yeah, click the link, check out what's there, sign up, enter, and win. Uh, so, next talking point. Um, Dan, you did a, a very interesting article about um, whether you needed a measurement mic to set up uh, speaker calibration or, more to the point, the sonar works reference for, because it, it seems to have transpired that if I get it, if I understand this correctly, that people perhaps have been a bit reticent to download the free demo. Yeah. Because in order to use the demo, you need to buy a measurement mic. Well, a kind of almost. Well, that's the complex. Yeah. That's the problem. Um, uh, we're friends with Sonarworks. I've been friends with them for years because I love their stuff. And I was just having a little chat with them. And they went, yeah, you know, it's, the stuff we've got isn't like, let's say, other plugins that people can download, throw it on a mix very quickly and go, yeah, I like that compressor. Yeah, I like that EQ. And I said, why do you think that is? And they went, well, maybe people don't want to download the thing because they feel they need to buy a microphone. And that's kind of true. That's the way I felt all those years ago. It's funny what you forget. Um, yeah, I want to try Sonarworks. Oh, I need to buy a mic. But what if I don't like Sonarworks? I've, I've just then spent $50, $50 or whatever it is on, on a microphone that's just going to sit in a drawer. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I never thought, well, what if I just use a different microphone, just something I've got lying around the studio, just to give me an idea of what Sonarworks can do? Because that's that's kind of the point. You've got to hear it to believe it and to trust it. Uh, so I put this uh, idea to the test. Uh, I borrowed a microphone of James. Nice little microphone, actually, James, that little uh, LA120. Uh, yeah, they're, they're great. It's all right. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's a very high output for a mm, small pencil condenser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just thought, try it with a, let's call it an everyday little microphone and, and another one being my AKG. Because I just thought, well, that's a microphone I always use. And, it, um, and it'll work in Omni, which is what yeah, you would normally expect a measurement mic to do. Absolutely, absolutely. So test it, um, Sonarworks, or the measurement, sorry, uh, process with both these microphones. And I was quite surprised actually mm. um quite surprised the results were not too far different to what the measurement microphone could achieve or does achieve um yes you know if you look let's say from a zoomed out perspective mm. in the high ends with the akg things were a little bit different yeah uh same with the pencil mic but not too different with the pencil mic but really the most important area um i think for uh speaker calibration not not room calibration, get it right, Dan, really is in the lower ends, in the lower mids. And that wasn't too far uh, different, really. Um, 
I was impressed. You know, the proof is in the pudding, the listening tests. Mm. And uh, yeah, switching between the profiles, it can be done very easily. Uh, yeah. So that's really not, not that far different for testing purposes, just for demoing. Yes, I got an impression of speaker calibration with a microphone that was not the recommended measurement microphone. So I have a I have a question. Go on him. The microphone that you buy from Sonarworks. Sonarworks. Yes. Is effectively a Behringer ECM eight thousand, isn't it? With a Sonarworks badge on it. I'm not gonna confirm or deny. I, I think it is. I yeah, think it's it a looks gener- very similar, but isn't but but is the Sonarworks is the Sonarworks one uh, USB or is it no, an XLR? XLR, and you get a little serial number on the side of it. So when yeah. you now this plug is the thing in, I, all, I think will make yeah. the difference. I would love to hear the same test done with generic Behringer ECM eight thousand for thirty five pounds mm. on a well known online reseller mm. versus the serial number. Um, Sonarworks yeah. version of the microphone, where as I, and say much like the Trinov system, that you tell the system which serial you, number you've got, and they then load the, yeah, the, the exact profile. profile of that microphone. Mm. I would be very, very interested to find out how a generic Behringer microphone does in the same test, where you don't tell it it's a specific test microphone, even though it's actually the same make and model of microphone just without the actual specific curve for that yeah. particular serial number. That would be interesting because yeah. 35 quid on a, should we call it a cheeky punt of a download is, you know, it's still but essentially, cash, but it's not look, lots of yeah, but, it's, but, but, but The thing but about it, demoing is sometimes you just want to try something there and then. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, new yeah. products come out. I've got half an hour in my day. Let's have a go at this. Um, if you buy a microphone, you could be up to 48 hours shipping. You might lose interest and you're invested and you still might not, might not like it. There's too many reasons to not even download the products. Do you know what I mean? Not even try it because you think, oh, I don't know what I'm going to be doing in a few days when that thing turns up. And I still got to spend 50 bucks on it. I just don't. Yeah, it. I mean, because essentially the, the Sonarworks one is the same price as the Behringer. So right. Give or yeah. take, because it's $50, $50, £35. Look, I'll tell you this, right? And they will kill me for telling you this, but they don't make any money on the mic. They're practically giving it away. Yeah. So it's it's not, they don't make money on that bit. They just want you to have the best possible tool to get the best possible results from the software. Um, and that is, if the microphone was more than $50, $50 what it was, it would never sell. Mm. That's not the point. They want this, it's the tool to use to get the best out of the, uh, reference for software, yeah. which it does. It does. Uh, really you know, the essentially is: do you want do you want to get buy into the reference for software? Use a sensible but a another microphone. I mean, we wouldn't suggest using a dynamic mic, but if you've got a you know a small uh, pencil diaf- a small diaphragm pencil mic, um, we can see from from the the Loudson one that it's it's going to basically work. Um, it doesn't have to be that one, but it was really just to give a sense of whether you could get a reasonable idea of whether Sonarworks is go- is for you uh, by downloading the free demo software and trying and using it with a mic that you happen to have in the cupboard. Yeah, um, and, and you know what it does do. Even using it doesn't matter what microphone you've been using, as it as it does to a point. Um, let's just talk about the uh, LA one twenty microphone, mm. for instance. Okay, it's not the right microphone for the job. We know this. 
It's going to have a different profile to the measurement microphone, whatever. We know this. Um, so it's going to be, I don't know, for the sake of argument, let's say it's a, a bright microphone. I can't remember the top of me. James, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, yeah, it's reasonably yeah. bright. It's, got, it's a bright yeah. mic. Yeah. So, la, 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 la. We're taking the measurements. Sonoworks spits out the profile at the end. You get a reading for the left monitor and the right monitor. And we know that left monitors to right monitors and vice versa. And that They sound ever so different depending on your room. Do you know what I mean? So in my last studio, uh, when I had that tiny little box studio, my piano was right next to my right monitor. My right monitor by Sonoworks um, readings showed massively different uh, frequency curve to the left one because of the reflective surfaces and the fact I was right next to the wall. Um, and in this room, it's still a bit more balanced. But what I'm saying is it doesn't matter what microphone you've got. It's the point of reference that microphone's the same so you measure both your monitors and you move around the sweet spot and take the 30 plus rough me- measurements wherever it is you still get even if you're not the, not the perfect flat frequency response you're still getting that um lovely stereo image where it balances it hmm. it's hard to explain james i think you know this with your trin off yeah when it's done your stereo image goes woogle and it's Absolutely. lovely yeah yeah you still get that with the using any old microphone on the sonar works uh measurement stuff because the microphone's the same and you're doing both speakers and moving about. So it might not sound completely right, but you get an impression of what it can do. That was the whole point of this test. And I stand by it. And yes, you can use a microphone, doesn't matter what one it is, to test the software. Do it if you haven't done it yet. Find out if uh, uh, speaker calibration is for you. It changed my mixing workflow for the better. Can't live with it without it, sorry. Can't mix without it, won't mix without it. It's that important to me. What would be also said, not that I'm giving you extra work, <laughs> like we need that at the moment. <laughs> um, what would be very interesting is to go the other way. Rather than use generic microphone, I've got a B&K test microphone. <laughs> um, and go, you know, go for a microphone that is well into four figures as a test mic. Now, as we know, B, uh, B&K became DPA. Hmm. Um and I've got a, a test microphone, which we used to use in university. And when I, I bought the system, but then sold it, but kept the mic because it was an amazing sounding hi-hat mic. Yes, I know. I'm using a measurement mic on hi-hat. Um, but um, it would be very interesting to go the other way. Use a microphone of, of several multiples of four figures as your, as your test microphone and see how accurate it can get. Well, Just I would say a, if, an, if you could afford one of those microphones, you could probably afford the 50 quid punt on <laughs> yeah probably but i mean just just for just from the, the science of it just for just for you know what's in giggles it'd be quite interesting yeah. just mm. to, to try it but yeah maybe for the new year when we're hung over or something got, got some more time on our hands so yeah. Uh, yeah it was a fun test it was a fun test if you haven't checked it out yet do click the link and check it out for yourself if you haven't tried speaker calibration yet you don't have to do this with just sonar works of course there are other products yeah. out there like ik multimedia's arc uh I need to test that at some point. And for those of you who version. have deep pockets and credit cards to burn, there is also Trinoff. <laughs> or if, if you, you haven't got even quite bigger as... pockets, <laughs> you can always rebuild your room. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or if you haven't got as deep a pockets as Trinoff needs, then you can go for the mini DSP Dirac solution, which I've got, which has got eight channels for under $1,000. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember. So, uh, looking at that. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are options out there. There are, and there are plenty of options out there now, yeah. which I think is really cool because this was something that you know, it it was quite niche. Oh, I'm going to use a piece of um, calibration software to tweak everything. Well, you know, that's not such a big deal anymore. Um, you can do it for, well, you can use the demo for nothing and a generic, generic microphone. You can buy this, buy the mic and the software license and things like that. Or you can invest heavily in hardware and software solutions like Mike and I have. I think yours is ah, software we, as well, isn't it? Yeah. My, yeah. You know the software to calibrate it. Yeah. And I get, I get what looks like a Behringer mic with a USB socket on the back. So it goes right. straight in my laptop. And uh, and do the uh, and do the same thing. Me- move the measurement right round here, there, and everywhere, and then out pops the answer. Yeah, the Trinoff mic looks like some kind of piece of medieval torture, but yes, <laughs> yes. yes, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I'd l- I'd love to be able to actually use it as a microphone. I think as a surround mic, it would be very very interesting. Mm. I know it doesn't work like that, yeah, but yeah. it would be very interesting. You know okay. what? Speaker cal- one thing to say, say about speaker calibration. I've always thought of it like this. I've told you before, my dad's. Uh, been in the print industry uh, his entire career Uh, and the last sort of 15 years or so he's always had this funny little gizmo it looks like um, like one of the cups off uh, a headphone oh what for colour profiles yeah puts it over his um, monitor he's working on and sorts the colour problems out uh, in any monitor that he's working in Photoshop on Mm. and it's it's, uh, it calibrates the colour and then he cracks on working and speaking of is that is the red that he sees is the right red (laughs) yeah absolutely you know so anyone in print knows about those things and this is kind of the equivalent we've got for for audio so yeah okay let's uh, move along and uh, let's uh, look at uh, the community feedback that's sponsored by rsp audio solutions The Pro Tools Expert Community Feedback is brought to you with the kind support of RSPE Audio Solutions. Great people and great prices. Now, our friends at RSPE are proud to welcome the Amphion Studio Monitors to their product lineup. And to celebrate, they're announcing a special finance offer. Until the end of the year, 31st of December 2018, if you buy any Amphion Studio Monitor System through uh, RSPE, then you'll be able to get one-year interest-free credit. Uh, So if that would help you uh, get a new pair of lovely Amphion Studio speakers, then uh, talk to our friends at RSP on the west coast of the US. Well, actually, having done all of that, we don't have any community feedback Ooh, this week. Tumbleweeds. Um, so uh, we shall move along uh, and uh, let's take a look at the uh, questions from the community. And these are sponsored by Vanguard Audio Labs Microphones. Pro Tools experts' questions from the community are proudly supported by Vanguard Audio Labs Microphones. I'm voiceover professional Bill Rogers, and this was recorded with the Vanguard V13. Vanguard Audio Labs are a microphone brand based in Southern California um, who are punching well above their weight with their small yet perfectly formed and sensibly priced range of condensed microphones. You can find out more about Vanguard Audio Labs at the link in the podcast notes. You can also check out my recent testing session of the Vanguard V1 stereo pair and lollies. Nothing to do with confectionery. <laughs> no, but once you've seen the picture, you'll, you'll understand. It will all make sense. Indeed. Uh, we've got one question. Uh, what? Dan- What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Is it something we said last week? <laughs> uh, 
yeah, we've got one question. Uh, this is for you, Dan, I suspect. Uh, it's from Glenn Skinner. He says, I'm wondering if I'm losing it a bit. I've been doing some tuning work on a vocal in Melodyne. I do it a section at a time, like I imagine most people do. Once I've finished a section, I bounce to disc and move on. Today, I used commit rather than bounce. Now, I normally don't do that because the, it, it's the whole, it does the whole file, and I've only done a section. However, when I've used commit, I think it sounds better. More air, more presence. Um, I remember Frank Filippetti uh, a while back saying that they can't be different. So um, back to my initial thoughts. Am I losing it, or does anybody else hear a difference? All right, Glenn, I'd say you are losing it a little bit. Now, don't worry, you don't need to go to a doctor. Uh, <laughs> Mike's going to help explain this, I think, as well. Um, no, I don't think there can be a difference at all. I don't hear differences doing those sort but of things. But you can check it. You can check it very easily. James? Um, well, what you do is you do both versions mm. and then you flip using the Avid Trim plugin, you flip one of them out of phase. That's and it. if you hear anything, they're different. That's the difference. But I think if you hear nothing, they're samply the same. They are the absolutely identical. But the key thing is you must put the trim plugin in both and only Absolutely, flip one yes. of them. Otherwise, it will not null out ever. No. <laughs> no, because of the wonders of even the smallest amount of delay compensation. Indeed. So, yes, perform that test and you'll feel better. Yeah, uh, That's what we prescribe, the trim plugin. <laughs> but, but in terms of workflow, Dan, uh, the idea of using commit rather than bounce yeah. the disk. Well, I always use commit. I think it's just quick, quicker. So I right-click on the plugin. Uh, let's, uh, right, let's let's work this out. Let's picture it in my mind. Working on a vocal track, first instance or the first plugin insert A is Melodyne. Um, after that, usually EQ, compression, DSing, things like that. Uh, then you get to a point in the mix and you think, why have I still got Melodyne running in the background? It's pointless. So I right-click on the plugin and commit up to this plugin, mm. which leaves my options open uh, from uh, insert B, C, D, whatever else I've got plugged in. Um, and Melodyne then obviously commits, stamps that uh, to the audio clips and I can just move on uh, and that's what I do. I don't know because, I mean, the great thing about commits is it plonks it back on the track. Yeah, you know, you, muck about. if you're doing bounce, then presumably you've got to... I mean, all right, yes, you can import the bounce back into the Pro Tools session, but you're then going to have to drag it out of the region list or the clip list uh, for you younger people. Showing your um, age there, Mike. Aye. <laughs> um, and then you've got to line it up and all that malarkey. Why? Yeah. I mean, commit is just seems to be the... The right answer. Well, commit up to this this yeah, plugin exactly. is the answer. I think that's that's the thing to do. I do the same with noise uh, reduction plugins. Yeah. Same thing. So if you've got hiss on a guitar amp and you think, okay, throw Isotope up there, whatever, RX, and then you put all the other plugins on and then you realise half hour later, what's the point in that doing stuff in real time when it can just be baked into the audio? Hmm. Commit to this. Uh, yeah, this and insert, as you say, commit up to that plugin so that you can still have all your yeah. other EQ, Options compression, open. all the rest of it in real time for you to tweak uh, further down the road. But That's oh, it. Yeah. I think um, that's one of the best additions to Pro Tools in recent years, the whole the whole ability to be able to commit plugins. Yeah. And presumably, Ooh. if you decide, oh, maybe I need to go back and revisit a bit of that tuning, you can oh, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. uncommit. Un- yeah. Yeah. yeah, open up the, uh, the track that's hidden away. Now... You, Glenn, you say 
uh, bounce. Now, this is something I used to do in Pro Tools 11. Uh, was was bounce um, in uh, quicker than real time off the Melodyne vocal. So mm. I wouldn't have any plugins open after it. But if I had a session that had, let's say, 10 Melodynes open, because that could happen, uh, yeah, I'd just I'd bounce them in, uh, quicker than real time from the start of the session to the end. So maybe you, you've still got the remnants of an old workflow that you don't really need still there, that you can retire. Uh, not you, Glenn, <laughs> don't retire. I'm sure you're very good. Just start <laughs> using commit instead. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, hopefully that uh, helps you there, Glenn. And um, okay, let's move along. The Pro Tools Expert Podcast is created using Source Connect Now from Source Elements. Register now for your free account at now.source-elements.com. If you've ever tried to do interviews over the internet with apps like Skype, you will know how hit and miss the audio quality and connection can be, even on a good day. It isn't really good enough for a long-form interview. We now use Source Connect Now, which offers ISDN equivalent quality audio using a Chrome browser. No software to install. To get your free account, follow the link in the podcast notes. Hi, you're listening to the Pro Tools Expert Podcast Find of the Week, proudly sponsored by Synchro Arts. Take advantage during the SyncroArts end-of-year sale with over 30% off the new licenses of Vocaline Project, Vocaline Pro, and the new Revoice Pro 4, with over 40% off selected upgrade pass as well. Uh, this sale will run through to midnight on December the 16th, so don't miss this opportunity to sync and save. Okay, uh, Dan, I bet I can guess what your find of the week is uh it's just a very minor update to a rather mediocre plugin you know one that doesn't get used that much by anybody you know it's really yeah. an underdog uh yes fab filter pro q3 where did that come from blimey uh fab filter pro q2 honestly i didn't think that could get any better fab filter have done it knocked the uh, ball well out of the park on this one very, very impressed. Um, yeah, it really does sort of pick up from where the other one's left off. Again, I don't know how I did this. Uh, obviously, we've got Dynamic EQ. That's the trendy way of working with EQ this this uh, this day and age. Uh, and some pretty wacky uh, features in there. Mic, um, brick wall, filter slopes. Yes, that's, uh, that's a brick fun. wall. I mean, that's, yeah, vertical. <laughs> yes. Yeah, vertical. Yeah, it's, that's interesting. Um, uh, Atmos. Yeah, yes. I think that, so, that sounds up, so. Cool. Presumably, right up all the way up to seven one four. Yeah, seven yeah. one two. Um, good. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, although one thing I do miss in it, uh, I thought it should have maybe in the future um, pitch tracking. Mm. Just because yes. we've seen this now pop up in other EQ plugins, so Nexa three had had this uh, feature included. Uh, which works very well, different to Surfer EQ by Sound Radix, which I think is, again, a really, really bloody good plug-in there, especially on bass guitars and vocals. Um, so, yeah, a bit of a shame we didn't see that. Uh, but apart from that, yeah, again, Expert Choice Awards. Well-deserved. And, yeah, it's it's definitely worth worth a try. Mike, I'm sure you're going to love it. I know you, you use ProQ2, don't you? Uh, not so much, actually, uh, mainly because... Um they haven't done DSP yet. 
Again, Mike, you're showing your age here. No, we don't. <laughs> the youngsters don't know what DSP is, and if they did, they couldn't afford it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, worth, worth checking out. If you're a FabFilter user, then you already know about this. If you're not a FabFilter user, where Check it the out. hell have you been? <laughs> Jesus, get one of them. Have a play with it, and yeah. You'll understand where I'm coming from. James, what's your find of the week? Um, this is one of those completely caught me off guard, even when I was using it. I didn't realise how brilliant it was until. Um, I've been doing a lot of live location recording work recently. And one of the nice things about the Pro Tools Expert, let's call it a gig for lack of a better phrase, is that often our... Um, articles are driven by stuff we're doing in our in in real life. You know, are, are driven by experiences we have, and a lot of the stuff I've done been able to do recently. Um, I've managed to get cleared from the client to be able to show you guys. Lucky, yeah. Doesn't always quite, happen. Doesn't no. always happen. <laughs> no. I've been very fortunate recently to work with some great um, choirs and groups and string quartets, things like that. I've got a bit of an in with the string quartet, so yes, you know, kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah blood's thicker than water. It would water be awkward if they said no, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I've been playing with, and I do, say, I do say playing with the Tascam DA sixty four hundred, which is a sixty four channel hard disk recorder, um, and it's brilliant, and it records the Dante, and I've been really embracing all things Rednet and Dante, and using it because mainly. Carrying a Cat5 cable on a drum is significantly lighter than having to carry even a 16-way multi-core of any kind of re- reasonable length to get you out of yeah, the room where you're The sublime to the ridiculous, I think, in the weight scales. But, oh, yes. there, there was a pun I wasn't intending, but never mind. Oh, dear. Weight scales. Um and I and I say the guys at Tascam sent me one of these because I thought that looks quite interesting. and And it's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. Not only is it brilliant from a Dante point of view, but this one also has the Maddy card built in, which means I can hook it up to my um, Antelope Audio Orion 32HD, which has Maddy I.O., and I can effectively use the Tascam like a tape machine for old school, you know, old school desk workflow, as in hit record, play, get the band in, and not worry about um, a DAW or have the DAW recording as well and have a proper um, backup solution. Yeah, which so isn't if, dependent on the DAW falling over. Absolutely. It's completely separate. Um, there's an article coming next weekend, yeah, I think. it is. Um, uh, about it, uh, it, from a Dante point of view. And to be totally honest, it was only after talking to one of the team who went, hasn't that got Maddie on it? And I went... Oh, yeah. And a proper cha-ching light bulb moment. Um, so I've been playing around with it in Maddy mode as well, and it is absolutely awesome. One one U of 64 track or 32 track at 96K in Maddy. Anyway, um, for those very, very cool piece of kit. For those that obviously haven't read the article yet, because it's basically just me. Um, I saw the pictures. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what does it record on to? It records onto a built-in, removable, two-and-a-half-inch storage device. Very nice. Um, so buy that an SSD, basically. Even a, Oh, right. Brilliant. It, it can be an SSD. It can be a, rust, uh, a spinning rust drive, as we've 
uh, affectionately titled them. Yeah. Um, you can then just simply pull the caddy out and put a USB 3.0 cable into it and hook that up to your machine. Or if you want to, like I do with my um, PC tower, I actually take the drive out of the caddy and whack mm. it into one of the PC caddies and whack it in there. Um, it's a brilliant piece of kit. Genuinely, um, it's really simple. You just basically tell it where you want the audio to come from, hit record, and go, and it just leave it. And it even tells you when you're getting to like to five minutes of recording mm. time left on the drive, things like that. Really, really cool piece of kit. And it, but it being hardware, it doesn't fall over. Mm. I mean, I, lo- and, you know. I just love the idea of combining that with the, the, the article you did on Sunday, which was using the virtual uh, Dante virtual sound card. sound card. So no interface required. Nope. So you've got uh, mic pre's that spew out Dante. Yep. Straight into uh, Dante uh, control. Yep. Straight into your DAW. Yep. No interface. Nope. And then split the Dante in the... Because you can. Because you can. So no mic splitters required, none of nope. all that faff and mess. None of that and- stuff that you think, oh, what is this actually doing to the signal deg- degradation? Yep. And split it between your DAW and this Tascam and you have a lightweight, as you say, especially, yeah, so no interface, no audio analog multi-core no issues you just need a cat5 cable from a to b and away you go it is it is a very very compact um multi-channel recording solution i've now got uh 16 18 channels Mm. of dante mic pre's um the other thing i'm maybe toying with forking out for a little a little while ago i did a um again was lucky enough to be able to use one of the um, recordings that we did in a Project Expert article, uh, or should I, should I say a production expert article, uh, and that was the Ferrofish oh, yeah. uh, AD32. Now, that's a very, very cool box in this scenario because it means I can convert analogue into Dante yeah. and lots of channels of it. So that way I could have 32 channels, which of course maxes out the Pro Tools track count. Mm. Um but no, I mean that's a serious a serious piece of investment for for the future. But mm, tempting. <laughs> but I mean, as someone who uh, back in the day did location sound recording with a seven and a half ton of truck with an analog <laughs> desk and, and how analog many channels, tape machine, how many channels could you record? Uh, Twenty four. Yep. But you know, <laughs> a, a truck, and I can do that. Okay, I know. I appreciate times they have a change. They have. But, yes. but I can do that with a 5U rack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you get on a train and do that. I mean, the crazy thing is that that business really kind of uh, had the writing on the wall when those things called D88s came out because yes. people ended up hanging those off the back of a front of house desk. And yeah. what we did uh, suddenly was no longer required. Uh, that said, um, D88s were not the most reliable piece the of kit. The first ever live recording I did, I was asked to do, um, as in pro live recording, was for a band called Manson, not Hanson, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, Manson, I, the, yes. the rock band. Yes. Um, and I was hanging a pair of ADATs, ADAT XTs, off the monitor console, mm-hmm. and they worked out they could get the whole channel count down to 16 channels for me. Um, drum mics, yeah, yeah. 
um, guitars, vocals, basses, the works. Can get down to sixteen channels, which actually is not too bad. Um, and yeah, that was that was. But that was when I the first moment I realised, hmm, I really need to get these powered up and get those tapes formatting. So I said, <laughs> you don't need to format tapes. I went, oh yes, yes you do. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes. And uh, my horror story with D88s is, uh, again, a band of some notes, a band called Simply Red, mm. um, who uh, were touring... just a band. Yeah, were touring with a rack of D88s, uh, recording each of the concerts. Uh, Manchester, we had uh, a rather large uh, camera truck um, with rather a large number of cameras, all recording what the term is ISO, so effectively multi-tracked video, all onto digital VTR, so it was tape. Um, and uh, so I was there really as the audio guy just to look after the truck and not do very, you know, a sustaining engineer, really. Um, White gloving it. Yeah, well, no, yeah. No, because I, yeah, I had a certain amount of plugging. Um, because obviously we needed a mix to put onto the VT so that the editors could had a mix to edit to and all those sorts of things. We needed to put uh, audience mics out because obviously Simply Red weren't weren't necessarily recording the audience the same way that we'd want for a broadcast. Uh, it's a little bit to do. Um, and then about 20 minutes into the show, I get a call on TalkBack from Front of House Guy saying... All my D88s have got red lights on them. What should I do? Were they simply red? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, ta-da. I didn't say anything for a while. No. Um, (laughs) And, of course, they were all... uh, The recording was lost. So we are now... we now got a situation where we have a lot of video and not very much sound. And Some then, people might like that. Yeah, well, uh, then I... My mum doesn't like Simply Red, so she would like to watch that. <laughs> and then I just suddenly thought, and I said to them, because, of course, there was a, a certain amount of um, trousers turning brown at this point, should we say? Uh, and I said, but you record, you pl- you actually do this concert pretty well to click, don't you? Yes. Okay. So you've got last night's concert, haven't you? Yes. Well, it just so happens I've got Mick Hucknell's vocal mic clean on a track on one of my many VTRs because that's what I decided to do for some obscure reason that was best. No, well, I had no idea why I decided to do that. So basically, with the vocal mic from uh, Manchester and the, everything else from somewhere else, the job was um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because it is lead vocal that tends to vary. Yes, exactly. With a band of that caliber. Yeah. So with and everything else pretty well worked. Well, he did work. The job went out that way. So, uh, so yes, nice. my my favourite uh, D eighty eight's not. Anywho, <laughs> yes. <on> Mike, that. <laughs> what's what's your, what's your find, find of the, of the week? week? <laughs> well, my find of the week, my find of the week would marry up quite nicely with yours, James, because uh, I came across. If if you listen to last week's podcast, you'll have heard me. Uh, we were talking about Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals, and I was bemoaning the fact that I'd been looking at hard drives, and that the discounts were. Not very good, shall we say. And so I decided in the end not to buy a new hard drive because the deals weren't worth it, frankly. Um, I checked uh, Amazon the sort of day after 
and saw this offer for a crucial MX500 2TB drive for just under £210 sterling. Uh, my finger hit the buy button very quickly. The funny if you thing check is that it, Dan has also and I have just selected and the you, text. And early Christmas present. Yeah, yeah. And what you will yeah. now find it's two hundred and eighty pounds. Yes, <laughs> basically, um, it's still a little bit off, but I mean, two hundred and ten quid for a two terabyte SSD. It was like, yeah, no brainer. So yeah, that's my find of the week. <laughs> it's a good find. Good find. <laughs> and on that note, uh, it's good night from me. It's good night from me. And it's good night from me. Good night.